Welcome to a special edition, a extra innings edition of the Friendly Confines Cubs podcast where we bring you the Cubs newsmakers. And Ryan, I love this segment because we give people a little bit of a taste of the upcoming episode. Who's on your wish list for us to bring onto the show? Well, we've had some amazing guests, Chad. I mean, think about it. We've had David Kaplan from ESPN 1000. We've had Mark Silverman also from ESPN. Dave Ennett from WGN Radio. Ryan Cheverini from Windy City Live. Gosh, there's just so many and so many still more to go. I I can't wait for the endless possibilities of guys and gals that we're going to bring on to talk Cubs baseball this year for all of our listeners. Well, get ready for a fun, fun interview uh, coming up right now. Time now for the seventh inning stretch here on the Friendly Confines. And you know what? We've had a lot of great guests on this program over the course of the last couple of years. But I'll tell you this. When I think of two people that have changed the course of sports radio in the city of Chicago, one for me is Chet Kopik, who was kind enough to join us, the late Chet Kopik, before his untimely passing last year. And the other one is now on the line with us right now. Longtime sports radio host. You remember him from the Monsters of the Midway, from the score, Sports Radio 670. Now you can find him on ESPN 1000 with the Odd Couple Show. It is the one and only Mike North. Mike, thanks for joining us here on the Friendly Confines. I love the Friendly Confines. I remember when Jack used to say it all the time, Jack Brickhouse. It's great to talk to you, Ryan, and uh, thanks for the kind words. And, yeah, it's been a hell of a ride, and it's great to be on with you. It is uh, awesome to hear your voice. You can also check out Mike at uh, Bears Bar Room, um, Mm -hmm. Monday, 7 p.m., and Wednesday, and then VegasScoresAndOdds.com. The Mike North Advantage also picks, so you want to make sure you check that out also on Twitter at north to north But, Mike, let's take a few minutes to talk about the Cubs and the season that is unfolding before us right now as the Cubs uh, left the All-Star break and are off to a pretty hot start. Um, right now, though, overall, in your estimation, is this team, would you say, underperforming overall from what you maybe expected them to be doing at this point? I think they care more now, Ryan, in the second half. I, I was on Bears Barroom on Wednesday, uh, and I told uh, Elder Gandia, the host, I said, listen, I said, I told you two weeks ago, wait till the second half, they'll turn it on. And uh, they'll have the interest, plus they had to get used to not having Zobrist around. We don't know if he's going to come back. They had some injury situations. They had to wait for Kimbrell to come back. Uh, Joe's made some mistakes. If they don't make it into the playoffs by some stretch of the imagination, they lose by one game from getting in. We'll always remember the, uh, the Contreras in right field game. Uh, <laughs> that, will be, that will be the one that sticks with me, but I really believe that Joe Madden uh, doesn't panic. He wasn't really panicking a whole lot in the first half near the end when they were playing, I think, bad baseball. Now they're playing pretty damn good baseball. And, you know, I think the most underrated part of their team that we never talk about, I think we take for granted, is the starting staff of Hamels and Darvish is coming on now. Lester's going to get better. Uh, you know, you just got a, a You got four or five Hendricks. You got five, six Quintana. You got five solid starters, and if they can go five, six innings, have the bullpen come in, they can perform. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, and you mentioned Hugh Darvish, who is coming off two very quality starts for this team 
um, his last two outings at Wrigley Field, which obviously is got to be music to every Cubs fan's ear. Um, you mentioned that Darvish is starting to kind of come on and find his momentum a little bit. Uh, what have you seen from Darvish that you uh, find, uh, I guess, sort of on a, a positive note that he can take with him momentum-wise throughout the rest of the year? I think that he's not being hurt. I think the fact that he's healthy. Uh, I think that they're watching him like it's spring training. They count his pitches. They count everybody's pitches. But, you know, I don't think you'll ever see him go into the eighth or ninth inning because they got in the back of their mind. He might feel a twinge. Uh, but his health is the number one thing right now. He's starting to make his pitches. He's starting to zone in on where his pitches are supposed to go. I've never been the biggest fan. I thought they should have kept Arietta, But I do love what I've seen from him. His last three, four starts have been pretty good. So uh, it was good to get the monkey off his back as far as winning at Wrigley Field. And uh, I, I really think now, you know what, maybe he's got that confidence and he had that contract weighing on him when he first came here. And you know what, he was playing in front of, I know he played in front of a lot of people in Los Angeles, but it's even crazier, even though there's less people, they're right on top of you at the friendly confines, my friend. We're talking with Mike North. Of course, you remember him from The Score, Sports Radio 670, The Monsters of the Midway. He used to do that great show with Dan Jiggetts. Now you can find him on ESPN 1000 doing The Odd Couple on Fridays and Saturdays, so be sure to check him out. He's also on Twitter, at north to north as we catch up with him talking a little bit about what's going on with the Cubs right now. So, Mike, the majority of the time, it seems like, especially in the second half, the Cubs are going to be focused on the NL Central as far as their schedule is concerned. A lot of games mm-hmm. against the Cardinals, the Brewers, the Pirates, and the Reds. In your estimation, um, it, it just seems like this division doesn't want to have an outright leader. I mean, obviously the Cubs are you know, currently in first place, but do you think there's going to be a time where we see the Brewers – or the Cardinals start to catch fire a little more and maybe start to gain some momentum in the second half. And that could be the Cubs' biggest uh, issue moving forward if they're going to try and win the division. Well, the first thing they got to do, Ryan, is they got some separation from Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. You don't want four teams chasing you. Now you got two teams chasing you. I, I thought by now the Cubs would have a five, six game lead, but that it didn't work out that way. They allowed themselves to play sloppy baseball in the first half disinterested baseball in the first half at times, and I think they let Milwaukee hang around. I still don't believe in Milwaukee starting staff. I know Yelich is a stud. Uh, Kane, what a pickup he's been. So you know what? you got to consider him. But you know what? I think that Milwaukee and the Cardinals, Goldschmidt hit a big home run for them last night, a three-run job. He hadn't been hitting for them. If he starts to hit for them, maybe it'll be a different story. But I think for, for quality pitching, from top to bottom, I think if you look at all the staffs, and, and from Cincinnati to Pittsburgh to St. Louis to Milwaukee to the Cubs, I give the Cubs the edge. And, and I picked them to go to the World Series, and I'll tell you what, I was trying to figure out a way out of there in the first half near the end, and now they've perked it up like I thought they would, but they got to keep it up now. And, you know, Joe, I don't know if Joe Mann's going to be back or not, but he's playing for his managerial, or he's managing for his, his, his job right now. And I, I think he likes it here, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. What do you think about the trade deadline as far as if this team needs to go out and get either another bat or another arm? Where do you stand on that? You know, I think they don't need another arm. I think they addressed that with Kimbrough. They got Strope knocked down now. They also got rid of Montgomery. I understand that for the catcher. I like that little pick up there. Uh, if I was going to look for something, I might look for 
I might look for a power bat if I could find one. A one swing of the bat, guy comes off the bench. I think they could use another power hitter on this team. Yeah, I know they got Schwarber and they got Rizzo and they got Bryant, but after and Javi, let's see, Javi's more of a wild swinger. You know, the Cubs aren't the most disciplined team, or some of their hitters aren't, and, and you need more discipline when you're in the playoffs. And, and you know what? So I think I'd look for another bat, but you know what? I like to keep the way it is, to be honest with you. Yeah, they do, you know, as you said before in the beginning of the interview, they are starting to look like that team. It, it almost reminds me, Mike, a little bit of 2017. I mean, not not to the extent of where they had to dig mm-hmm. themselves out of that hole so much, but they really started to turn it on in 2017 in the second half, and hopefully uh, more to come with that if they can get healthy, like you said, with Hamels. And- well, you know what really bothered me after they wanted it, you know, one at all, the hangover talk, uh, you know, and, and it's become like a, an excuse, like a crutch Boston, you know, look at them this year, yep. uh, after winning last year, they did the same thing under John Farrell, I, I thought Boston would be a repeat, instead you got Chris Sales, only got three, four wins, although he pitched a gem last night, or today, 12 strikeouts, six innings, he's back to maybe his old form, but uh, I, 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 even, even in the first half, it just seems like they've been nonchalant, and, and I think that the Contreras game, when everybody got on their case, and everybody got on Joe Mann's case, and or you started seeing doubles turned into triples by Rizzo, you started seeing Bryant digging instead of all these guys trotting into second base, trying to take the extra base, so I think a little criticism woke them up a little bit, and they're professional enough where they heeded that criticism, and they turned it into a positive. We're talking with Mike North, longtime sports host in the Chicagoland area. Of course, you can hear him now on ESPN 1000, and uh, check him out also on Twitter, North to North. He's a great follow there. Mike, I want to end with this, man. Um, So earlier in the week, the Cubs went back to 1969 and just rocked those retro 1969 uniforms. I just absolutely love them. I would love for the team to use those as like alternate uniforms. Cause I think this, this franchise has so many great uniforms from over the years. Um, first, my guess is a two part question. One, what'd you think of them pulling out the 69s to wear the other night? And two, um, you know, with the anniversary and all, um, I'll let you, uh, kind of take the last word on this, what your memories are from 1969 in that team. And kind of, even though they didn't get to the world series, how much of an impact they had on the city of Chicago um, that year and that season? I think those players, I mean, first of all, I was a vendor. So I, I was a vendor at Wrigley in 1969. I was a 16-year-old kid. The place was filled with fans. Every They sat in the stairs. So, you know, nowadays it doesn't happen that way. But you, as a vendor, you had to navigate going up the stairs, wow. uh, you know, up and down the stands. Um Ronnie Santo, Kessinger, Becker, Banks, the infield third to first with Hundley. Uh, you know, you had just, it broke your heart. The Mets played such outstanding baseball in the second half. I thought, as a kid, as a 16-year-old, I was making 45 bucks a doubleheader. Wow, that's pretty selling good. Selling Cokes. Yeah. Selling 25-cent Cokes. That's how crazy it was. And the play, you know, good-looking women there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was just unbelievable. And I thought we were going to the World Series, and I, I had already, you know, told my dad, school was an afterthought to me. I was on the verge of dropping out anyway. I told him I was going to work the World Series. I was a 16, 17-year-old kid, and then all of a sudden, 
uh, you know, boom, that didn't happen. And then the next year, I think they switched the division. It just broke your heart. And, and, and you know what? I liked them all. I ended up knowing Ron Santo very well. I know Fergie. I used to stand in line. The vendors used to get paid in the same, at the same cage as the players. So the vendors would be in line with, with Fergie and Bill Hands and, 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 and Joe Pepitone. I mean, it was crazy. It's amazing. Uh, well, Pepitone played later, but it was crazy. It was archaic. That's um, yeah, they had the older counting machine. The, you know, I remember, what was her name? She was a Darlene or something. She was the one that handled all, all the pay stubs. It was unbelievable. But it was a great, great time. Uh, I'll never forget it. And uh, they still have a place in everybody's heart in this town. And, and they're as popular as in 2016. 100%. They are. Yeah, 100%. I, would, I totally agree with that. And, and they I mean, still... Billy Williams, Ron Sample, Fergie, I can give you the whole lineup now off the top of my head. So, you know, it was a shame they didn't win anything. And, and you know, that, that, that 69 season broke them. Yeah. Broke them. They were never able to recover. Mike North, you can catch him on ESPN 1000, The Odd Couple, on Fridays and Saturdays. ESPN 1000 also bears barroom and VegasCoreSandOdds.com. You uh, definitely want to check him out. Mike, thank you so much, man, for taking the time no to problem, do this with Ryan. me. No problem, Ryan. I love guys that do this, that do the podcast. To keep plugging away. You sound great. I'm telling you, man, so... Keep it up because somebody's going to scoff you up, okay? I appreciate it, Pappy. Thanks again. We'd love to have you on down the line. Anytime you want, give me a call, buddy. Take it easy, man. Thanks. Bye-bye. Don't let anyone say that it's just a game For I've seen other teams and it's never the same when you're born in Chicago, you're blessed and you're healed. The first time you walk into Wrigley Field, our heroes wear... Don't let anyone say that it's just a game. For I've seen other teams and it's never the same When you're born in Chicago, you're blessed and you're healed The first time you walk into Wrigley 